Yeah. Weezy, yeah. Smoking legal. legal. I got more slaps than the Beatles. Foreign running on diesel, dog. Playing with my name, this lethal, dog. Who you see? What? Don Corleone. Trust me, at the top, it isn't lonely. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Hog Line Podcast. You are listening to episode 22 of the Hog Line Podcast hey today. It, oh, okay. <laughs> hey, guys. I was going to do a nice introduction. But today in the building, we have Jack Manis. I believe this is his sixth episode. No, it's my seventh. Okay, are you sure? No, I have no it idea. It doesn't matter. Probably six. Hey. And making his debut on the Hogline podcast is our editor, Joey Bolton. It's me. I'm here. He. Uh, this is what he sounds He's part of every episode. He edits every one, but this is what he sounds like. That's me. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we have him on, and we're going we're gonna to talk about the NBA Christmas Day games that happened yesterday. Uh, five games between, you know, the Bucks, Knicks, Thunder Rockets, 76ers, Celtics, Lakers, Warriors, and Trailblazers, and Jazz. And after we talk about that for a while, we're going to be getting into Saturday's college football playoff between the Clemson Tigers, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish, the Alabama Crimson Tide, and the Oklahoma Sooners. Sound good, everybody? I can't wait, no. Mitchell. Okay. Let's change your ideas. Yeah, let's, let's, let's try talk about. <laughs> well, too bad. You know what I'm saying. All right. <laughs> Anyway, we'll get right into it. The NBA games uh, happened yesterday. Uh, I, I, up until now, I always, I've been up in football mode, um, you know. So I, I would say my NBA, you know, watching it has been a little bit. La- that's not, that's not a very elegant way to put it. That but, wasn't. No, it was terrible. Yeah. You're the worst host. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, the Christmas really uh, kicks off. I'd say. You know, that, that's when it starts, in my opinion, you know, NBA action. So I've been watching. I don't know about you, Jack, but jo- Joey I've came, been here the whole time. Joey came prepared. Yes, um, of course. But anyway, the first game that kicked off was the Milwaukee Bucks going to Madison Square Garden to take on the New York Knicks. And the Bucks won by a score of 109-95. to um, What are what are our third, first thoughts on this game? I watched some of the game. And <laughs> that was my first thought. And the Knicks are pretty bad. It's one of those tradition games, honestly. Yeah. Like, like, the only reason the Knicks are on on Christmas is because they're the Knicks. Like, there's no reason they should be playing. Like, I saw a stat at the beginning of the game. It was like, this is their 56th, like, Christmas Day game. And this is the Bucks' first game since 1977. Yeah. I mean, maybe next year if they attract someone in free agency, it'll be <clears throat> bode well for a better Christmas Day event. But uh, I don't know. I'm looking at the Bucks right now. Uh, Kevin Knox, 21. Never heard this name before until I read it right now. Noah v- Vonley. Noah Vonley. Yeah. Um, oh, f- 15 rebounds, uh, 14 <laughs> points. He went to Indiana, I think. I've been to Indiana before. Ennis uh, so Cantor. Yeah, uh, no, I've been there. Had 12. <laughs> Moutier, 11. Hardaway, 14. And the rest single digits. That's a pretty unexciting box, if I have to say myself. The Bucks were in control for mo- the majority of this game. I think the Knicks had a first quarter league, but... After the first quarter, the Bucks kind of ran away with it, and you know, the better team won in the end. Obviously, Giannis has 30 points and 14 boards in the game, shot 62 percent, and he uh, good for him. Dominated. So like the Knicks are like nine and 26 now, and like apparently Porzingis is coming back before the end of like the calendar year. I kept don't seeing. Don't even. Don't even. What? Like. Uh, don't even. Don't even what? Don't even come back. Why would he come yeah, back? Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, dude, like they should just tank it out the rest of the season. So like, why, why would he come back? Like, why not just rest him the rest of the season? Get Zion. Yeah, yeah or whatever. Keep him healthy. Everybody keeps saying get Zion for like every team. Like anybody. <laughs> anybody but especially them. They, they've they got to be the – I don't know the standings, but – The Bulls. By the Bulls. Everybody says the Bulls are going to get Zion because like they're like what? They have seven wins, I think, the Bulls. The Hawks could. Oh, that, Suns. Are they that bad? Yeah. Uh, Suns went on like a four-game win streak. Well, I don't know. A lot I'm of teams. Pull up the standings. A lot yeah, of teams are still, I guess, in contention for the number one lottery position, but I don't know. I mean, it, it's kind of an interesting question whether the Knicks should rush, not even rush. Oh, Cavs are the worst team. Yeah, because the Suns they were at like four. Now they're tied the Suns. Yeah, they're both the worst teams now. What's the? But I mean, it can't be more than a game or two, right? No. Well, Cavs and Suns are same record. I mean, between all these teams we just said. Right, like, so it it, it's too early. Games. It could be anyone. The Hawks are still terrible. Bulls, Knicks, Cavs, Suns. That's pretty much it. Those five. 
I mean, that's what. That's why that's an interesting question whether they should. Well, the Knicks are only there's six games out of the playoffs. Like, like what's it called? Take the back up a little bit. The eighth seed of like is that right now is the Pistons. They have 15 wins. Like they have a losing record. So like the, the Knicks could easily like it, with Porzingis make a little bit of a comeback and try to make the They're playoffs. They're eight games out. Yeah, that, that's not terrible. Half not not even halfway through the season, and even like probably one of the best centers in the league, if not the best center in the league. He's a power forward. Technically, I guess no, he's, what, he's like seven feet tall. I'm call him seven a three. Yeah, I don't exactly. know. It's just an interesting question whether you should. And it's across all sports. Like, if a team is, you know, trending in the wrong direction and they have a star player that's hurt, what's the point of playing them, you know? True. So, yeah, yeah but I, I think that these guys, like, they, their team is pretty young. And these guys should play more and gel with Porzingis when he gets back to bode well for a better season next year. I don't know. I mean, what's it called? Kevin downside. Knox. He's legit. Like, the, like, I was at the Sixers game the other day with, like, when they were playing the Knicks, and, like, Kevin Knox, like, is scary. Like, yeah. he, he went, like, he's trying oh, to post drive everybody. Speaking of scary, he's so ugly. I'm going to pull the picture. <laughs> Jesus. Who? He is. Knox? Uh, Kevin he, Knox. He's not ugly. Yes, he is. I've seen uglier for sure. His, his ESPN picture. I mean, yeah, that's pretty rough, actually. Looks like you. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. On a scale from Tyler Johnson to Jimmy Garoppolo, what do you think? Um, what do you like? He's very leaning towards Tyler Johnson. He's not the ugliest player. If Tyler ever. Johnson's a zero and Jimmy Garoppolo's a ten, where's Kevin Knox? One point two. <laughs> no. Point two above. I don't think so. <laughs> Tyler Johnson's a zero. I don't think Kevin Knox is a one point. Whatever you said. One point two. Doesn't that his, his one eye? Is a little, Can't right? even see his eye. Is this what this podcast is now? He's just, got we nice. Look up, we look up players. He's got <laughs> nice skin. Got a nice little goatee going. How old is he? How first of all, how old is he? Also, he's nineteen. Actually, he's, he's two months uh, older than you. Yeah, like he's got time to improve on whatever this is. He's got plenty of time. He's not like Chris Bosh. Like he's not like he's like a freak. Like <laughs> he definitely hey, is. Come on, he had like some type of. No, that's not what I'm talking about. Like he's, he always looked like an alien. <laughs> oh God. Okay. All right. Moving on. Back to basketball. I see more dinosaur. Don Maker. I have him written oh, down. Don Maker had a season high of twelve points. Yeah, he only played like, about fifteen minutes. I think. Yeah, and for 15 minutes. If the, if the, and also, I have written down that yeah. Chris Middleton, one of my favorite players, it, did not very, play very well. I like Chris Middleton. <laughs> one of your favorite players. I've never heard you talk about Chris Middleton. Well, you, know, you learn something new every day. I love Chris Middleton. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Why? Well, he really just gained my respect the last playoff series when they played the Celtics, and he was really good. Okay. So, cool. But he's not having the best start to this year. He shot 16% in the game yesterday. Um. And I mean, once if he finds his groove, you add that already into a Bucks team that is second in the East, um, could get scary. And you know, we thought that the Celtics would be running away with the East. We'll be getting to the Celtics later on, but in the beginning of the season. But I mean, there's still some contenders out there that could give them problems. Oh yeah, and um, oh, while we're on the Bucks, I want to talk about Divincenzo. I really think he should have stayed at Nova another yeah, year. It's showing though. Like he was, I think that he would have. I mean, at the end of the Final Four, uh, he, he was, like, early prediction, like, wooden award, like, candidate. And I think he would have. He would have really helped Nova right now. They're struggling. And he's really not doing well. Uh, he averages, uh, I think I saw, like, 12 minutes a game. No, I think he's, like, 16. He's, he, he's 16 minutes a game, like, five points a game. Like, that, that's not good numbers coming from your first-round draft pick. And, I mean, I think he would have – he. He still has time. He's obviously just a rookie, but I think another year in college would have benefited him a lot. Yeah, he rushed out, which is really dumb, in my opinion. Because <clears throat> he, he really came onto the scene like the Final Four. Oh yeah, and like he would have—he's obviously been a starter for Villanova, who are really struggling right now. Yeah, like, yeah, but badly. at the same time, it's really hard for rookies to make impacts in the NBA. It, the, the NBA is not a sport, especially when you join a good team like the Bucs. Like, yeah, you're the, not going to. The NBA is not a sport where you see guys like football like you see a bunch of like rookie running backs or whatever just burst on the scene and have amazing seasons that doesn't i mean i'm not saying it never happens in the nba but it's less likely that a, you see a major contributor like like luka Doncic is doing right now like that doesn't happen well he also played in the professional league like, i know a lot, yeah. a lot of the guys that come out of the nba just don't look like they're in shape for any professional sport ever luka Doncic looks fat well, yeah, he's, but like that means he's built. Right. He's built for the for the game. Then, but I'm saying like what he's doing is the exception. It's definitely not the norm. So we got to give him time, Divincenzo time to, uh, you know, you can't really. I mean, it's an interesting argument to say that he should have stayed, but you can't say for certain that 
it was the right or wrong decision. Yeah. But I think, I mean, another reason he could have stayed is just for money. Like, if he stays, he's going to be a higher draft pick. Is he Not though? necessarily. Because he's sold high. Jalen Brunson. Like, that's you know what true. Like, 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 Jalen like, Brunson has been doing this for, like, what, his whole time at Nova, and he still wasn't, you know. Where's he at again? Is he Charlotte? He's on the Mavs. Mavs. Mavs okay. I don't even know if he, I think he may be on the G League team. So I don't even know. I saw him playing at one point. Not just because he had more success in college. He was still a first round pick. Like that's still pretty Who good. Is? DiVincenzo this past year, right? He was a first yeah. round pick. Yeah, I think 20, his stock would have rose. And not, and not he would have developed though. more over this year for I, sure. He would have shown he's, he can be a leader on a team and carry a team. Far. I doubt he would have. He may be a little higher, but I doubt he would have gone more than five to ten picks higher. He wouldn't have been a first half of the first round kind of guy. What was he? I think was he sixteen? I don't know. He was, he was twenty something. I'm pretty sure. Maybe not. No, well, whatever the Bucks had. Like, what they finish? Was he seventeen actually? Maybe. Oh. I don't know. I don't but anyway, that's kind of just the our takeaways from the first game. Bucks look good, and if they you know get guys con- contributing like Chris Middleton and Thon Maker um, throughout the season, they could be scary. And the Knicks probably looking towards next year. Rich data heard real quick. Malcolm Brogdon's got one of the highest free throw percentages in the league. It's kind of just weird. I, like that's like not a guy I would think about for the free throw. He's shooting ninety eight percent apparently. I don't know. If I, tr- well. I don't tr- know if I trust that on the ESPN. It's kind of that's really high. But like I remember like just hearing like they always talk about Reddick's free throw shot and like, maybe he doesn't. Do you know how many he gets? Yeah, yeah no, <laughs> like not like one point eight per game. Like so yeah, it's not a lot, but like it's enough that he's a part of the conversation. Like mm-hmm. he, yeah, it's weird. I'm gonna bring that up. Yeah, I mean one last thing on the box, Giannis doesn't fair have a very good foul shooting percentage. So oh, yeah. He's got to improve that come playoff time. time is that like time. the one thing he has to improve on probably? Yeah. He's just ridiculous. We didn't even talk about him at all because it's just, it's just Giannis. Uh-huh. He's a beast. Well, okay, we'll move on to the next game. It was between the Oklahoma City Thunder and the Houston Rockets. And the Rockets win a close one, 113-109. to 109. And, uh, yeah, what are we thinking about this one? Before we get into the game, it's kind of, does this game kind of prove that Carmelo is just the worst? Because he affected both of these teams. And, yeah. like, this was a really good basketball game. Like, everybody you, played really, really well. why you brought that up, because now we're going to talk about it for, like, 15 no, no, minutes. No, no, no. I, that, that's why I brought it up before we talked about the game. <laughs> because, like, I just wanted to point out that both these teams played really well. Even the Houston, without uh, Chris Paul, like, played extremely well. They, they could have shot better from the three-point line. But, like, other than that, like, this was a really good game. And Carmelo clearly just destroyed both these teams, like, during his tenure there. Yep. So, yeah, just want to point that out. We're not going to talk about it forever. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's kind of washed, but... Yeah, exactly. Maybe not even kind of washed. Maybe he is, but... I think he's going to go... I don't know what he's going to do. Puerto Rico team? Wasn't that what he got an offer from? Puerto Rico national team maybe. or something like that? I, I, I thought I saw China, but maybe that was just talk. Something know. like that. I hope he never plays in the NBA again. Yeah, I hope he's homeless. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's enough. Uh, <laughs> I don't think he'll be homeless. Moving on. He's um, good enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Harden goes off. He has 41 points, yeah. 6 boards, 7 assists. Uh, you know, some of the shots he just takes, they look like no one can really stop him. So he took over. Like he really just did take over at the end and like the entire game. He did. It was, it was pretty close the whole entire game, from what I remember. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm, we'll probably see. Not probably, but there's a there's a chance we could see these teams playing in a playoff series. You never know how these. The West is so tight, so you never know what who will play who at the end of the year. And I assume it'll be tight throughout the whole entire regular season. So. Yeah, the last game last year. Remember that Timberwolves Nuggets? That was the last game of the year. And yeah, like, winner was in. Yeah, that, that was crazy. I yeah. love that. Like, that that's like the coolest thing ever. One. Like, you yeah. don't see that in the NBA. Like when one game means everything because the playoffs are seven game series. Exactly. I so, that. yeah, I mean that, that'll just certainly be interesting. Uh, that was kind of one another point I wanted to bring up. The Rockets, uh, they were towards the bottom of the standings, but they've kind of gone like on somewhat of a hot streak. I'd say. Oh yeah. Uh, they've won seven of their past ten. And now they are sitting, I believe, if I remember correctly, in the seventh spot in the West. I don't know if you could check that or not, but but again, like we said, it's very tight. A lot of things could get, a lot of things will get uh, jumbled around throughout the season. So something to look. Yeah, there's seven. Seven, yeah. Tied for seven. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we'll definitely see. It'll be interesting. Uh, what about the Thunder? Paul George did really well yeah. in this loss. Dude, uh, I don't even know what he averages a game. I feel like. He... Because, I mean, I, I check their stats every night. I feel he had like 14 he put, rebounds. Like, he oh. puts up, like, 40 a night. <laughs> uh, okay, 26. That's his career high, I'm sure. It is. Yeah. I think he's really – I mean, I think even last year, he like, he had one of his best years. 
of his career. On Doris the Burke. I think it's even getting better. Doris, I, I love, I love Doris Burke. She said, <laughs> Why? I like Doris Burke. I love she said Doris Burke. Uh, that Paul George, I mean, she didn't say he should be MVP, but like he should say he should. She thought that he should uh, get more. Be in a conversation a little bit. And we yes, just... more than he already is because he's really doing a lot for them. You know? More than Westbrook, you think? Uh, I know Jack loves Westbrook. But... Not, not, not necessarily, but he's definitely. I, I think he's very, very important to the team. You know, he's yeah. really doing well this year. So, again, I'm, we're not saying he should be MVP, but. Yeah. I mean, they were pretty much saying that because, like, there's not someone who is really, really running away with it at this point. No, I, I love know? that. I hate, like, how NBA every year, I feel like, we just decide halfway through the season who the MVP is. Like, it was James Harden's year last year. Mm-hmm. And then near the end of the season, LeBron just kind of, like, carried that cast team into the playoffs. Yeah, so I really think it could. There's a lot of different guys yeah. you could bring up, and I mean, we're not. I, I think it's still very unlikely that Paul George would would win MVP, but it's something you know to not completely I'd be disregard. He's in the top three, like you know. Yeah, top, yeah, just yeah. Because he's Westbrook, right? But exactly. Yeah. More this year than in the yeah. past few years, definitely. definitely. So he's definitely doing well this year. Uh, Russ didn't necessarily have the best game. Uh, he didn't shoot well. Yeah, he had six turnovers and thirty percent. Yeah, he put a. He put up his usual numbers. Apparently, he's like the uh, out of all the volume three point shooters. I don't know what consi- that consists of. He's like the worst one in the league. Like he's the yeah, lowest three point shooter. Yeah, I know, but like, I kind of like that he forces it still, which is kind of weird because like even though he's not making it, he makes people guard him out there like, by That's taking true. those three pointers. Like someone I wish Ben Simmons would freaking do, and he's no, never gonna it, do. Yeah, if you've got to have that guy in your team that is willing to take shots even when they're not going in, like yesterday. Uh, I mean, we're kind of jumping ahead here, but in the Sixers game. Jimmy Butler started off one for seven, and then at a certain point in the game, he was like eight for 15. Yeah, yeah he starts, he he ended, starts really he slow. He ended with 24, I think. So sometimes it just takes, you know, some time to get the guys going in the beginning of the game. So you can't get discouraged, and that's um, if your shots aren't falling. And that's you need a guy like that who's willing to take the shots even if they're not going in. So, Do you agree with the fact that the Thunder have a big three? Everybody's talking about that now, how Steven Adams yeah. make, makes them a big three. I mean, let me know, he's really good, but like... I still look at him as a role player, even if he isn't. Like, it just no. kind of surprised me that everybody's saying like, like that's their big three now. If he's their, if, he, if he's your third best player, I think I'd take it. Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. But like, I don't know. It's kind of weird. I think it's big three worthy. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Um. Any other thoughts on this game? Pretty. It was a good game to watch. Pretty close. Was Jeremy Grant the one that was hurt last year the entire year? No, Andre Robertson Andre was, Robertson. and he still is. And he's I can't wait for him to come back because he's gonna make. He's so. Like, he's an elite defender. I'm gonna say he's like one of the best. That's gonna. Ever. That's gonna put this Thunder team, you know, to Over the next edge. level in the postseason. I think. Yeah, for sure. Um, they're already a great defensive team. All these guys can defend. Like they're starting five: George Grant, Adams, Westbrook. Shooter off the bench, like they're all. I don't know about shooters as a defender, but they uh, th- those top four are great defenders. And Ad Roberson is going to be a great team. Yeah, I mean both of these teams could potentially be dangerous in the playoffs. So we'll end yeah, it at true. that. All right, moving on to the best game of the afternoon. Uh, the Seventy Sixers fell to the superior team in the end, the yeah. Boston Celtics, uh, one twenty-one to one fourteen in overtime. Uh, so what do you gotta what do you gotta say about this one? This is just stupid. Like, I mean, I don't know why, why this. Why is this stupid? Explain. First of all, we should have won. Off in the end, we had the ball left, twenty seconds left, and then JD Redick missed the, like that jump shot, which he makes all the time. But like, we just can't beat the Celtics. I don't know what it is, and we're never gonna beat them in a seven game series if if it's this hard to beat yeah, them. And he's into my ears. Even the Celtics are just at their worst right now, and the Sixers are looking so good. Yeah, like, yeah. This is the best we've looked probably in years. Yeah. Like. Definitely, actually, I don't know why I even said maybe, but like, and it's just so hard to beat the Celtics. I don't know what it is. I hate it. A lot of, I mean, it's depth. It really is depth. Like we, we don't have the depth that they have. Gordon Hayward and Jalen Brown have not been playing very well. They've been playing less minutes. Yeah. And if they yeah. can just find seventy five percent of what they can be, like you gotta think that it's gonna get even right. harder for the Sixers to beat the Celtics. Um. <sighs> Like, I don't even know. Like, we're making the right steps towards, like, getting there. Like, I think Landry Shamit, whatever, Shamit, I can't ever say his name. And Furkan, I love Furkan Korkmaz. I'm a huge Furkan guy. Like, that's going to make our bench way better. But, like, it just doesn't compare. Like, when you have Gordon Hayward, Rozier, Jalen Brown, that's your bench. Like, they would be starters for, like, most of the teams in the NBA. 
Like that just makes me angry. Yeah. I I'm not worried about the Sixers. I just I think that these their big three is too good, and they just need to have more time to gel together and work together, and they'll be fine. Yeah, the chemistry the still isn't there, which is kind of worrisome. They'll be fine by the postseason, definitely. Um, what's it called? Ben Simmons made a shot yesterday. Yeah. Did you yeah, see that? yeah. Twenty-two jump foot jumper, right? Twenty-two foot longest jumper. shot of his career. Yeah. <laughs> I was freaking out. That's not an. Jack didn't just exaggerate there. That is an actual fact. That was the longest shot of yep. his two-year career in I was the NBA. Out. No one got. No one else cared when I was watching. Like I was watching my family, and like they're like, "Oh, what? It's not a big." I game. have. I have a trivia question for you guys. Are you uh, ready? Okay. It's gonna be the answer is gonna be us. No, it's gonna be the same. Oh, okay. How many? Who has more threes? <laughs> us three at this table or Ben Simmons? Well, no thanks to me, but us three at this table. Probably. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in the NBA, it's, the answer is zero. It's the same. I'd just like to point that out. I asked Charlie who has more threes, me or Ben Simmons, and he didn't know the answer. And then I said me. I said I said the same, and he, uh, you know, kind of just didn't say anything and walked away. But um, yeah, you know how many? He only attempted like. What eight or nine last year? I don't know. He hasn't had... attempted one this year. And he hasn't attempted one this year. Nope. He's attempted twenty six shots this That's year so... outside of the paint. That is very bad. That's extremely bad. <laughs> yeah. But still, he's shooting seventy percent from the inside, like in in the paint. Like I hope he is. It's, yeah, a, but, lo- it's a low percentage. It's a high percentage shot. But isn't that so crazy? Everybody knows that he's shooting from there. Like, literally, literally, everybody knows. Which is another thing about Boston. They just know how to shut him down, like Ben Simmons. Like, they, like, because they, like, I don't know why most teams don't like recognize that he's always going to be shooting from inside the free throw line. But like Boston knows it, and they shut it down like crazy. So like, I don't know. We're never going to beat him. The if I had to play devil's advocate here, and I had to think of a way that the Sixers could potentially beat the Celtics, uh. I'd look to feed and beat the ball more. He had 17 shots. Oh, he's so good. I feel like he should. This is a game where he should have gotten 25 shots. He only had 17. 17. He went 10 for 17. Wait, I thought he made a three. No, he had, I don't he know. had two threes. Two, three, oh, two oh, four. Oh, okay, keep going. No. Yeah, I feel like this is a game he should have had 25 shots. Um, he I did, slows down so much in the second half. Do you know how many averages game. a game? I'm gonna look that up. 26 and 13. Yeah. No, 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 no. Sorry. Attempts. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, no. I didn't think you know. I'm looking right now. Going to what you said earlier, like why Jimmy Butler, I think, is the perfect fit for the Sixers. Embiid is the best player in the first half. Like he goes off usually like all the time. Like, he's above 20 points by the end of the first half. He only, and he slows down so much in the second half. And Jimmy Butler is one of those players that, like you said, he has a rough starts, but he just keeps shooting. And he's one of the best players in the fourth quarter, like in the league. So like, I don't know. We need more players like that. I like Horford couldn't shut down and be just say from what I, at least in the beginning. I remember like the first quarter he he went off. He had like in the first quarter he had like thirteen and seven I think. Yeah. Um. He Embiid averages eighteen attempts a game. So I don't know like what it's twenty five. That just I I feel like with the they have to give Butler some like like some volume and like I don't know if twenty five is a. Well, Butler's not really. I just get don't think shooter. that Ben Simmons should be taking shots in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I agree with that. He, he like, yeah, he should, he should have the ball. Really. Very limited shot. I feel like it yeah. should not go. To, like, if you need a bucket, you got to go to. You got look for. <coughs> excuse me. Got to look for Butler. Got to look for Embiid. Redick. or look for Redick. So yeah, I think Ben Simmons is one of the last people you want the ball in his hands, even because he can't make free. Well, he, he's been better with free throws this year, but he still isn't yeah. very good with it. And also, he's a huge turnover problem. I've never seen him make both of them. Both of them. Both of them. You never. See, I mean, I've, I've seen. Them, but like, what's it called? Yeah, it's rare. It is rare. But like, and he's a huge turnover problem. Like. Huge. So yeah, he's the last guy to have the ball in the fourth quarter. <laughs> Who hit that? Oh, uh, Wilson Chandler hit that clutch three. Oh yeah, yeah. It looked like he did not want to take that shot. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, that, that, he hesitated very so pa- hard. Very <laughs> passive. Everybody is so scared yeah. of the Sixers to take, to take the shot, which is why I love like Redick and Shamit because like they're both like what's it called guys yeah. who are not scared at all, especially as a rookie Landry. Like it's crazy. And going on the other side, I as a Celtics fan, I'm confident. Confident in everyone but Marcus Smart taking that last <laughs> yeah. shot. Oh, Marcus Smart! He's so never seen him. But make no, a but shot. like if if Mo- Marcus Morris, Morris takes that, it has, takes the last shot. I'm confident. If Kyrie does, obviously, if Tatum or Brad, like if anyone takes that last shot, I'm not scared of it. You know, I'm not scared. So that just proves to you know got a lot of playmakers. Who is so. their first round pick again? Is is he? He's hurt, right? Who? Who's, oh, um, Zaire Smith. Yeah, Zaire Sixers. Smith. He's legit. Like he's a he's a really good defender mostly. What's, That's what's what he's his, known uh, for. What's his deal? He's a really really good defender, and he's not a volume three point shooter, but his percentage was really good in college. I think it was above thirty five percent, like easily. Like close. I know. To yeah, he's real athletic and all. 
Oh yeah, yeah, he's like, yeah, he's, of course he's hurt. There's... No, yeah, I meant like how long, like what's his return? Oh, um, I heard calendar year for him, but there, uh, there's a weird development. I don't want to get into it about how like the Sixers trainers like they gave him sesame seeds or something, and, he's, and they didn't know he's allergic. That just shows why the Sixers have like huge health problems. Like we just <laughs> we literally poison our players. Like, if you haven't seen that story, read into it. It's ridiculous. <laughs> That's funny. All right, no sesame seeds for Zion no Smith. Um, yeah, so that is it. We're gonna talk about uh, for that game. Uh, moving on to, I was surprised at the outcome of this one. Lakers defeat the defending champs, uh, one twenty-seven to one hundred one. And obviously, the Lakers get the win, but LeBron James is hurt. And I mean, I saw a report that it was only he's only gonna miss a few games. But if it's a longer absence than that, I'd. Uh, Start to hit the panic button if I were a Laker fan. So we'll see how that plays out, but hopefully for their sake, it's only a few games. So honestly, if if it is a few games and they play like this, they're gonna be perfectly fine. I don't know what like what it was last night, but like I guess very spread out scoring. It, well, yeah. for the Lakers, yes, yeah, definitely, yeah. There's no scoring. No one had above twenty. Uh, I mean, LeBron would have. He only played twenty-one minutes. He had seventeen, thirteen, and five. Kuzma nineteen points. Uh, Center played really well. He had 18-11, shot nine, uh, 18 and 11, What's excuse me. Uh, I don't know his first name, but Zubik's his last name. It's Avika. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm saying that right. 90% from the field. Obviously, he took very high percentage shots, but still. And he only played 30 minutes, so he played very well with the minutes that he played. Oh, Lance had 11 points in 11 did. minutes. Jack likes that. <laughs> you like, I know that. You're a Lance Stevenson fan? I like Lance. He's all right. I think it's iconic of it, him and LeBron yeah. battling, a ba- battling it out back in the day. The, I miss and, that. Yeah, I, know, I miss it too. It's just weird that they're teammates now. It's not even that fun. Like, they're not even like talking that much or anything, I feel like. It's just, you know, I miss yeah. that. <laughs> Moving on to the uh, Warriors. Uh, Steph and Clay shot 7 of 24 in this game. I mean, you can, I think you can just chalk this one up to an off night. Obviously, you're going to have them. I mean, if, they'll beat you four out of five nights, but then that one night they'll, they won't go off. So... I don't know. I think it's. I think the Lakers still like you. don't want to discredit them. They had a really, really good night. Like, oh, no, yeah. Like, I don't think it gets yeah. much better than what they did, Definitely. especially with LeBron going out. But like, yeah, like you said, the Warriors had. Tyler. Did he put up twenty? Yeah, off the bench, twenty-seven minutes. Um, no, twenty-seven minutes. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna check what he's uh doing now. I think, in regards I think, to minutes a game. I think um, he's so shooting his best three percent shot like this year than in any year ever. I'm gonna say Iguodala is thirty. Uh, 35. Uh, well, okay, it's kind of frozen now. Um, anyway. He's averaging only five points a game this year. Really? 23 minutes. That's crazy. I mean, but even, like, I don't know. On his whole time in the Warriors, he, yeah, that's that's pretty low. Like, his, his averages for points per game in the Warriors, 9.7.7.7.6.5 points. So it's on his trend lower, but... How old is this guy? He is uh, 34, going to be 35 in January. Wow, that's pretty close. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's going to obviously get less minutes, and his play is going to deteriorate a little bit as he gets older. At 35 is old, so we'll see. Uh, I was going to pose this question. Are we naive to think that the Warriors are vulnerable this year? Yes. And the other... Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's plenty okay. going any further, yes. Because also getting DeMarcus Cousins back very soon. Like, it seems, like, really, really soon. And what's it called? Like, they, they had an off night, and they're still the Warriors. It's just, we, there's nothing anybody can do to beat them in, like, a seven-game series. Yeah. Rockets could have done it last year. Rockets could have done it last year, but I don't know. I, I think they were just kind of playing, like, I don't know. I, I think the Thunder could do it this year. Definitely the Rockets this year. Oh, the Thunder do it, man. I, I, that's why I want the Western Conference Finals to be. Like, that, that's my favorite choice. Of course. Thunder yeah. Warriors would be amazing. Going back to our NBA preview episode, Jack had the San Antonio Spurs coming in second place happen. in the West. <laughs> uh, why are you so confident that will still happen? Because of uh, Greg Popovich and DeMar DeRozan. Okay. That, I'm not going to lie. Before the season started, in like the heat of my debate and also coming off a LeBron decision that did not make me happy, I was making the claims that the Lakers might miss the playoffs in the West. The it, it was a really dumb take. But like, I was just really, really mad about LeBron going to the Lakers. But, blanket. R- remind me why we had you on this episode again. Oh, yeah. You should make that clear, too, that I know the least about anything in this podcast. Um, yeah. So, anyway, that's uh, that game. Hopefully, LeBron is not out too long because we want to see every team at, its, at their uh, full strength. So, we'll see how that goes. 
And going on to the last game of the night between the Trailblazers and the Utah Jazz, the home team, uh, the Utah Jazz, they win 117-96. to uh, We have a confession here. We, uh, I don't think any of us watched this game. We all fell asleep. I, I was very tired. Joey's. I did not watch the game. It was very tired. Well, I passed out. Um, so Who won? The Jazz, jazz won. won. I thought Blazers won. Yeah, you told me the I, thought, I mixed <laughs> it up. Yeah, that's how much we little uh, All right, let's take the stats. <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of did. Gobert played very well. He had 18 points, 14 boards, and seven blocks. Oh, seven blocks. Wow. Seven blocks, Jesus. yes. Um, yeah, so the Jazz, I think Mitchell had 19. 19, 19. Points. That was Eight of 18 shooting. No, no one had above 20. 20. For the Jazz. Excellent at 15 off the bench. Uh, good minutes. for him. Let's check the Blazers. Uh, well, I can't say that name. What? Nurse, the, the first what? name. Oh, the first name. I'm, I'm, oh, God. Yeah, no. <laughs> Al Farouk Aminu. Yeah, no, don't even. I don't know. Uh, all right, Damian Lillard, 20. Okay. Such an unexciting game, I bet. I bet nothing. I bet the announcers were silent. The crowd, there was like half the crowd was empty. Which is a shame. Really it's, roasting it's, Utah right now. I mean, now. these are both, like, decent teams. Utah had a rough start to the season, obviously. But Portland's a legit team. And, like, I, I don't know why this just doesn't have much, like, entertainment to me. Like, <laughs> it, it's just weird. I, I don't know what it is. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we all had early mornings, I assume. <laughs> so we woke up at 7 o'clock last morning. For Christmas Day? Yeah, I mean, like, the, on Christmas. Oh, I thought you meant, like, this. We woke tired. up early. No, no, no. no. I thought you had to wake up early this morning. No, no. When did you wake up for Christmas? Christmas, I'm like 10. Yeah. Like, yeah I, I, I mean, Charlie came, came in early at 7.30 to wake us up. Oh, well, yeah, because Charlie's young. You know, he's excited. It was dumb. <laughs> this, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I just wrote down here that, like, yeah, the Jazz are out of the playoffs and they had a rough start to the season. But, like I said before, the West is very tight. And the Jazz, I believe, are only six games out of first place. Not of the playoffs, of first place in the West. So, And they're, like, 12th. So, like, six games separate, like, like all these teams. Like, it's very, very close. And um, like we said before, anything can happen. This was the same thing last year in the West. It was all very close between the third seed and the eighth seed. So we'll see how this goes. And certainly two teams that are talented enough to at least make the playoffs in the Blazers and the Jazz. Yeah. Oh, well, the Clippers are good. Clippers are really I'm looking good. at the standings. And not know Nick Stauskas is on the Blazers right now. That's pretty funny. He's really? A former Sixer. Yeah, he traded on the Brooklyn. Former Michigan Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> it's a joke. Who, who's doing well in the Clippers? Lou Williams took him off the bench. Um, yeah, that's dumb. <laughs> <clears throat> so he can win six. Yeah, it was 25 of the game. But I, that, that's, not, that's not true at all. He scored 25 last game. Oh, yeah. see how much he averages. And he probably averaged close to that. I mean, <laughs> Gotta be twenty. Surprised. Seventeen. He averages. He averaged like over twenty last year. He's starting, right? How old is he? Got he's thirty-two. Yeah. I don't know if he's starting. How do I check this? I don't know. I think, and in my opinion, I think the Clippers are overachieving. I don't really know if this can sustain. Oh, they're playing their best basketball. No, they right suck. Now. Yeah. I don't know. I. I think I'm gonna be on record <laughs> to say if the Celtics didn't exist, the Sacramento Kings would be my second favorite team in the NBA. Why? I Why love the Kings. The Kings. Just like you love like uh, Chris Fox Middleton? Or... Yes. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I hope Chris Middleton goes to the Kings. <laughs> I can name two Kings players. What? Fox and... Fox and Bagley. Bagley, yeah. I know, wait. There's one more. Well, I mean, Bodanovich. No, wait, what? Bojan Bodanovich. He's a uh, That's not... Yeah, wait, it's The guy I like is Boban Marjanovic. Oh, no, but there's oh, a guy oh, named Boban Bodanovich on oh, the Kings. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. God, I yeah. love De'Aaron Fox. No, Williams isn't starting. Oh, okay. That was our original point there. Uh, we were going all over the place. But anyway, Avery Bradley, Patrick Beverly is on the bench, or did he get hurt? I don't know. Okay, this is I don't dumb. want to talk about the LA Clippers. <laughs> I didn't plan for this, and I don't want to. <laughs> if you live in, sure Kevin Knox just showed up on screen again. Sorry. But all right, no. Going back to Kevin Knox, real quick. Just, just real quick. What's our consensus here? Ugly. Yeah, a number. I said 1.2, and I'm sticking to it. Joey? I'm not going to give him a number, but I think he's definitely ugly, but not ugly enough to point it out. Give us a number. All right, I'm going to give him uh, I'm gonna give him a 6 out of 10. He's not that bad. He's above average. I was going to say 5.2. It's because I'm looking in the mirror right now, pretty much. So. I think one episode, guys. we should have our top five uh, Stop, no. hottest and ugliest. <laughs> this is not players. showing that podcast. Yes, it is. No. I'll edit it myself. <laughs> Yeah, you, you, you don't have to be a part of that one, you. Joey. Yeah, please keep me out of it. Honestly, I might be down for that. 
Uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that is our NBA talk for today. Um, pretty exciting action overall, I'd say. I'm happy the Celtics put out the win. And, uh, yeah, so we'll see how that goes. The second half of the NBA season is going to be uh, very exciting. So we'll see how it goes. It might be. Might be, probably. We will uh, move on to the college football playoff. It is finally almost here uh, after about three or four weeks off from the action. And it is on Saturday. The first game is between the Clemson Tigers and the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Uh, obviously, we got a lot to say about that one, Jack being a Notre Dame fan. And we will start off with perhaps the biggest news. Uh, the Clemson three Clemson Tigers players failed drug tests and they will not play in this semifinal game. And most notably among them is Dexter Lawrence, one of their top defensive linemen. Who are the other two guys? Because like, everyone just says like one of them hasn't played a game yet this entire season. Well, he hasn't started a game this entire season. And then you know the other one. And the other one, I have no idea. I'm pretty sure he played like one. Like, oh, he's played the last five games or something like that. Do so like that, that that matters. Do you know what position? Do you remember or not? They're all defensive line. Oh, okay. I think. I'm pretty sure. Not their two. Their, their other two top defensive linemen are still projected to go in the first round of the NFL draft, and Kellen Farrell and uh, Christian Wilkins. So yeah, there's I, no surprise there. So I mean, I obviously losing Lawrence is probably it's going to be somewhat of an impact, but they still That's have huge. They he's still the best, he's the best lineman. I mean, Kellen Kellen Farrell is like top ten projected in, in drafts. I think um, Lawrence's stock is going to drop now. Uh, Does uh, that affect that even? Because like he's yeah. so talented, he's you not. Remember Laramie Tunsil? You know, do you probably know that is? No, not even. Uh, he still went years ago. What he still went kind of high though, right? No, he didn't. Get, he was. I don't think he went in the. He went in the first, but he was supposed to be like a top three pick. Okay, I think he fell to like the middle of the first round. Still yeah, still so, so much money in the NFL draft. He lost. I guess, but that's I, huge. I doubt that he'll. I doubt. I, I don't think he'll fall that much. No, but the deal with him, it was how many years ago? Four? No, 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 no. It was in 2016. Uh, yeah. The 2016 draft. Um, he, uh, like the night of the draft. No, oh, the video release. Ten yeah, minutes yeah, yeah, yeah. before. Ten minutes before familiar. the draft. This is familiar, yeah. Go ahead. Like, there was like a video of him doing something illegal. Wasn't it fake, though? Didn't it come out that it wasn't him? I don't know. I saw it came out that it wasn't was so him at weird, all. Somebody like, hacked his, like account or something because it was posted on instagram right? it was my veteran on Twitter. his yeah Twitter. yeah somebody hacked him and put it on there i don't, I don't think it was actually that was nuts yeah still that that ruin is probably yeah. have we heard from him since in the, in the league how's he doing i thought he got hurt i don't know i mean like yeah like, that's his career anyone Dallas who knows spot. what happened to larry tuntle uh, yeah let give, us know. give us a call yeah we need to know <laughs> yeah dm us um but anyway to answer your question what I, was the question will this affect dexter <laughs> oh, yeah. lawrence's draft stock i don't i don't know not not too much if it does at all but I'm turned to this game. I'm saying like they right. still have two of the top like defensive linemen in the yeah. entire college football. So Notre Dame's O line is solid. We lost our captain uh, Alex Bars halfway through the season. Uh, he was our best lineman, but our O line has played uh, absolutely great as, since then. And Dexter Williams uh, has had a great season ever since he came back. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I think this is kind of like a strength on strength. Like Notre Dame's running game is their strength, and Clemson's front seven is their strength. That's I'm not I even. I don't know. I don't. I'm. I wouldn't say our running game is our strength. I think we're pretty balanced. Yeah, it's now balanced. That Book, but now, that, especially now with Ian Book as our quarterback. That's my next point. How will Ian Book play? He's I mean, gonna have 527 yards, <laughs> five touchdowns, and run for three. By the way, Clemson was a 13-point favorite before that news came out, and they're a 12-and-a-half-point favorite now. So clearly, big swing in yeah, Vegas. Big swing. Mm-hmm. It, right. it just doesn't matter. But like you said, like that's their strength. They're gonna have plenty of guys waiting to come in and just destroy Notre Dame's line. No. I have Clemson winning this game, by the way. Okay, I was gonna ask you guys. <laughs> I don't think so. At the end of this. Oh, sorry. Um. Yeah. No, you're gonna have to give an exact score prediction. Oh God. Okay. I'm... I don't know if you were prepared for that, but you're gonna have to do that at the end of what we're talking here. I am. I'm ready. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, Ian Book has looked very good in the time that he's played, yeah. and I I expect him to play well. I don't think he'll play terrible, so that'll be interesting to see. Uh, oh, boy, this is the moment of truth. I've been trying to practice this guy's pronunciation of his name all episode. Uh, can Notre Dame stop Clemson running back Travis 
Uh, God, I forgot. Antinier. Antinier? Antinier, right? Is that what we decided? Is that Okay, we're going to go with that. We're Travis Antinier, um, he's having a great year. He finished seventh in the Heisman voting, and he has 1,464 yards, averages 8.3 a carry, and has 21 rushing touchdowns on the season. And I don't I, – I mean, he's having a great year, and I think it's a tall task for Notre Dame to try to stop him. What are you, your guys' thoughts on that? Jack, as the expert Notre Dame, in, in-house Notre Dame expert, how do you think their front seven matches up with uh, a strong Clemson running attack? I think our front seven is very well equipped for a guy like him because we got Drew Tranquil. I can just list our whole front seven if you want me to. Uh, I don't know what our, um, like, what was I going to say? Our rank is in regards to like yards per game, but I got I I think that this is the, I mean not I think I know it's the best defense we've had since 2012, and that defense was like one of the best we've seen in a while. It pretty much carried Notre the national championship then, and I think the difference between this team now is our defense maybe a little worse. It's still so good, but our offense is a lot better than it was then. But our defense, our front seven, I think. It has been playing great. Our linebackers are, I think, are of, like, conversation the best in the country. And we got, like, our D-line. I mean, that's our, our pass rush on the D-line, but we can stop the middle. We shut down Bryce Bryce Love when we played him at Stanford week, middle of the season. No, maybe it was at Notre Dame. I forget. We played Stanford. And, yeah, I think it's going to be a close game. Um, what you Don't make a noise. Ah. I don't know. I want I want Notre Dame to win this game. I I've, <laughs> I've seen Clemson play in person, True. and they were Pitt held it close for a little bit, and <laughs> and I uh, I think Notre Dame do a lot better than that. Yeah, it, it's obviously when everyone looks at Clemson, they look at the team that you know makes the college football playoff every year. But how strong has the ACC been this year? Terrible. How yeah, Pitt played in the championship? This is even yeah. Exactly. So how? What kind of competition have they been playing? They haven't. They haven't everyone Dame has, has played better opponents. Everyone mm-hmm. always brings up, like, yeah, oh, sure. Con- Notre Dame isn't in a conference. They play terrible teams. But Clemson hasn't played great teams either. So Their best win was Syracuse. Or maybe Boston College. Who Syracuse, they, they barely NC beat. State. Barely NC State. State's not great. I mean, they were ranked at the time. Um, yeah, and, but I'm saying about Trevor Lawrence as well. I, this is the biggest game that he's played in. I'm not a fan of him. Why you weren't impressed when you saw him? I mean, it's it's. Quite... I wasn't impressed. No. Yeah. So I mean, being and Pitt's defense. I mean, we're our defense is Pitt is Pitt. Like we're not great, but like I don't want to say bad. I don't want to say like he can't handle the spotlight, but it like he's a freshman and this is the biggest game he's ever played in his life. So we don't know exactly how he might. If we're using Pitt as a consensus. Clemson beat Pitt by thirty-two. Notre Dame beat them by five. That's just there. You go. I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't use that as a consensus. You play your school. Your alma mater. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, there's a lot to uh, consider here. You know, a lot of this is the two of the best four teams in the country. So yeah. it's going to be a good one. Uh, I think the time has come. Give us the score prediction, Jack. You can go first. Joey can go first. No, you go first. Joey go first. No, you go first. Joey. Clubs is going to win easily. Their defense is going to carry them. It's going to be 21. I'm going to 21 to 10. Clemson. 21 10. Yeah, okay, Jack. I also see a lower scoring game. No, 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 I'm going to put it in the 20s. So average. And it's going to be close. I'll say 26, 20, 26 to 17. Notre Dame. Notre Dame. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. Sticking with the team. All right. Moving on. We'll see how that plays out. Moving on to the game at 8 o'clock. It's between the four seeded Oklahoma Sooners taking on the defending national champs, Alabama Crimson Tide. What um, first impressions of this one? What do we think here? What's the key to victory for both sides? How's each team going to pull this one out? The only way that, they, that Oklahoma wins this game is if it's a shootout. Like, it's going to have to, what's it called? Like, just the game going to have to have no defense. It's going to blow up because if Alabama can shut down Kyler Murray, it's, it's over. Like, I don't see how Oklahoma can win this game. Yeah, that's, that's what <laughs> at I'm all. I wrote down that Kyler Murray will have to play the best game that he has ever played in his entire life. Yeah. Completely agree. Do we know who's starting for Alabama? I know this is probably a dumb question. Tua's got to be. Yeah, Tua's playing. There's yeah. no is way. Is it officially Tua? Like, I don't know if it's official, but I know like a few. Like he, 
Did he get surgery? At the time, no. At the time of the injury, like they announced that he'd be on, like he'd be ready, and I think he is. He's definitely gonna play. We'll see if he can last the whole game, but he's definitely gonna start the game. Do you guys want to say? Do you think if at halftime it's a close game, do you do you throw in Jalen Hurts? No, you don't. Yeah, did they did last year. It won't be. A, it won't be a close game unless he's like hurt. Oh, what, oh if they, yeah. what if they did that? That would be crazy, wouldn't it? If they threw in Jalen Hurts, like, it, like reverse. Last year, <laughs> I mean, like the last game of the season was kind of like that. That'd be wild. It was like a reverse of last year, even though it wasn't. Was it the? Uh... Yeah, no, that's what happened. The SEC championship. Last well, year, this year, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, kind of, but because they... well, of injury, because well, he got uh, hurt. Yeah. It was the injury. It wasn't injury for Jalen Hurts. In no, yeah, no. Year. Joey's saying like, because Tua to plays bad. And yeah, really, like, but he'd have to play so bad. Like yeah. they would have to be shut out in the first half, which is just not going to happen. That'd be wild. That would be crazy, yeah. I'd love it. I don't know if you talked about this on the show since... Have you had a show since the Heisman was announced? No. Um, I thought Tua should have won. Yeah. I similar. Uh, if we're just talking about stats, I don't have them up. I know they're pretty similar, but one, Tua has, pl- has played against SEC defenses, Oklahoma, or and Murray has had the pleasure of playing against the Big 12 defenses. And Tua puts up those stats in literally three quarters of the game. He played in the fourth quarter once, right? Yeah, that was the biggest outlier. That like Tua did not like he didn't finish out games. He yeah, didn't, he didn't have to. Like right. he, he put games away. And like that, I think that's just. You, I think at that point you should ignore stats. I mean, Kyler Murray's great, but I think you should ignore stats at that point. And I I think Tua should have won. I I'm, I don't know if I agree with you or not, but I'm not gonna like sit here and complain. Because I think Kyler Murray was very deserving of the award. I don't think that he true. Yeah, it's not like, like if yeah. he if he just if it was somebody else, like I I don't know. But I think he definitely you can't look at him and say he didn't have like a Heisman caliber type of season. So. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, totally. Uh, but like I like we said, it's we think it's very unlikely that Oklahoma will pull this one out. I just don't see a really scenario where it'll happen. I mean, it'll be pretty exciting if it does, but I I wouldn't count on it at all. Uh, I mean, Alabama just got so many offensive weapons. They a bunch of like I think they have I don't know the exact I'm gonna butcher this stat, but they have like five guys, I think five receivers, I think, that have like five hundred yards on I the season. That so hard. I think I did, but I mean I, I don't know if those are the exact numbers, but they have like five different guys that all have like solid numbers. I mean not one guy has like you know, a bunch, but um one guy in particular, his name is I think his name's Henry Ruggs Jr. I think he's a freshman or a sophomore on Alabama. Yeah. Every time I watch him play, just he's like he's so good. Like he runs routes that are just the perfect route. You know exactly where to be at all times. And another guy that I like to that I look to like ugh, excuse me look forward to, not only in like the rest of this season but in years to come because he's only a sophomore, is uh, Najee Harris. He doesn't get that many carries because Damian Harris Damian is. Harris, yeah. uh, you know, he still gets the majority of the work. But Najee Harris, I've never seen him run the ball less than six yards. He he every time yeah. he gets the ball, he is so good. I I think he's gonna be I think he'll probably if he has a great year next year, I, I he'll probably go to the NFL draft. I could see it. That's a great backfield. Yeah, so going back to that Tua thing, I didn't even look at this. That Tua has three less interceptions than Kyle Murray. He has four interceptions, Kyle Murray has seven. Yeah. That, that's crazy. Tua didn't throw an interception until like very late in the season. Yeah, that, that's insane. Yeah, two, two probably should have won, right? right? LSU game he threw his first. Yep, that's crazy. So, uh, give us a score here to round out this college football. Forty-one to twenty. I was gonna do like forty-two, like probably. I'll give him forty-two to thirty-two. Forty-two to thirty-two. Yeah, I all think right. Oklahoma will do something. We'll definitely see. It'll be uh, exciting to watch, and. It's looking like either way we'll either have a rematch of the 2012 championship or the rematch uh, last past, not last wait, year, but no, not last year, two would, years ago. It would be Watson, three, yeah. three out of the four past years would be Bama Clemson if it yeah. if it shakes out the way. So, so annoying. It'll be the uh, the trilogy. We'll see how that goes. Eighteen playoff. We need it. We do need it. That's our closing remarks. Eighteen playoff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's the only way to solve that problem. Like literally. I don't know. It'd just be exciting. I think it's a perfect amount. Yeah. I think in this year, if this year, if they went more than – I don't think, like, there's more than eight teams, really, that deserved it. Like, no, eight, down, this year, eight was, like, the perfect amount. I feel, like, yeah, like, it dropped off after eight. Yeah, in years past, like, I feel like you can make an argument for there's definitely more than eight teams that have a chance. But if you look past that, like, you're getting into, like, Washington State, 
Florida, right. Kentucky, like yeah, they don't they're not really deserving of making it. So I think 18s would be yeah, cuz it was it's it, they're still you know, there's always obviously going to be teams that always think they could they deserve to be in if there's not, but I think 8s, you know, perfect, you know. So if I just remember correctly, it was Bama point up there. Bama, Clemson, Notre Dame, Oklahoma, Ohio State, Georgia. Georgia was 4. I'm sorry, Georgia was 5. Okay. It doesn't matter. Uh, I see. UCF, Michigan. Yep. Yeah. So. Does UCF deserve it? Yeah, I guess they do. Whatever. Two, no, two, that, that would just be fun to put them in there. Yeah, true. And then so, they yeah. get blown out and they get <laughs> shut up. Yeah. That would be... I want Penn State to play them so bad. That would so, be, yeah, that'd be great. awful if there was eight teams they still didn't get in. <laughs> that would be so funny. That would Yeah, I'd feel terrible. I don't like, like how in their stadium they have the national champions. Up. Like, you're not national champions. I don't know, like, but who who can be in charge of like taking that down? Like the AP, the AP, the AP poll going to come in and just like rip it down? No, no one's going to take it down, but it's just weird, <clears> kind of <throat> awkward. Like, you need to win. <laughs> Poor Michigan too. I think Michigan deserved to be in the playoffs, like in some way. Like yeah, they they were really good the entire good, year, and like literally, like, what was it? The second to last game they last game of the season was the last game of the season. They did get kind of blown out. Yeah, but, but I don't feel bad for them. They didn't. They should have won if they deserved to be in. I know, but it's one bad game. Like, it's like, it's I know, twice, but that, that's what lost, well, no, I mean. Week one. Yeah, but that was week one, you know. Got a touchdown. You got to beat the team. Yeah, I, know, I don't right. feel bad for them. You're right, you're right. All right. Uh, anyway, that's going to be today's episode. Thanks, guys, for uh, hopping on. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> there, there it is. Uh, anyway, be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel, The Hogline Podcast. And follow the show on Instagram, the Hogline Podcast. Follow Joey on Instagram. What is it? At Joey Bolden eighteen. Yeah. Jack answers for him. You yep. can follow Jack at I don't know. It's underscore Jack underscore. There you go. Follow me on Instagram at Mitchell Manis. And rate and review us on iTunes and subscribe to the show on iTunes. And do all that, you know the deal. And uh, enjoy all the comfortable playoff and everything you follow. All right, guys. Happy New Year. Hi. Feel like 80 rats in my Mary's Me and Drizzy back to back is getting scary